9to5.cc. We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening. Hello, everybody in Montreal and on the internet. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Go Plug Yourself, one of Montreal's top-rated podcasts. Um, if you enjoy Go Plug Yourself or generally the content that we put out on 9to5.cc, please, please, please tell your friends about it. It's super cool and nice when we see people telling their friends about their shows that we work so hard to produce and if you're feeling extra generous maybe drop a couple of bucks in our patreon page on patreon.com slash nine to five cc and uh also be sure to follow walter on all of his social media and find out when he's going to be performing next walter's been performing at a bunch of shows you should check him out too and in the meantime enjoy the episode with this amazing guest Go plug yourself, you plug another plugger. Go plug yourself, you plug another plugger. Go plug yourself, you plug another plugger. Go plug yourself, it's Walter and Keith talking on the participated in a podcast and right. we had to make a rule you're not allowed to talk until we're rolling because no we no that's always that's that is the opposite no but we, we would use we yeah. would use up all this excellent banter and it wasn't taping yeah and well, that would it would be, turn on and be like it, save it for the save uh, it. yeah exactly we like to we're like at a certain <laughs> point while conversations happening press keith, record keith for years would fuck with me yeah and would wait till i was saying something either like inappropriate yeah. or sexist out of, out of context misogynistic, or out of context out of and context. he would just be like going and i'm like i think just f- fucking anyway all right man when, when are we gonna start he's like yeah, i'm recording he was like <laughs> that's how you're and that's like, what's yeah, wrong that's, uh, with every comedy promoter <laughs> in, in the city. city. Yeah. Anyway, when <laughs> do we start? Especially yeah, anyway. this guy. Yeah, exactly. So, I didn't, so you're doing a stand-up routine? Am I doing I, – yeah, in well, I was, like, I, I'm a stand-up. Well, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did not know that. I do, I'm a stand-up. I've been doing that for about like 10 years. Yeah. And uh, Professional and comedian. Yeah, that's why, that's why like, I do these shows. That's why when I said I have this idea for sets and songs, it's because uh. I put these other shows on. Yeah, okay. all over town. I was just telling mm-hmm. uh, Ross here that uh, uh, that the uh, we have a show on Friday coming up this Friday, nice. uh, which is going to be tomorrow. After the tomorrow thing. in podcast. Tomorrow, right? yeah, perfect. Tomorrow called a night of stars. A night of stars, volume one, implying multiple volumes. <laughs> yeah, well, there's others planned already. Oh, yeah, you guys are going no, hard. So no, there's perfect vice to yeah, we really are. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I live in a world where people can just say like, "Oh, I have this great idea," and I'll be like, "Sick, man, that's awesome." But like, you might be a farmer or like a truck driver and <laughs> not a comedian. And <laughs> to me, I'm just like, "Yeah, yeah, great ideas are awesome. Great I idea. I love like, having ideas p- about yeah. stuff. Put on, put on like. a showcase. <laughs> How long have you known me? Oh, jeez. We've dude. been doing this seven years. So we've been doing the podcast seven years. So we've known each other probably eight or nine. Eight, sure. Yeah. Eight, but like when I have a, a fucking idea that I'm committed. Oh to, no, we've been doing the podcast eight years. Ugh. When I have <laughs> <laughs> when I have an idea that I'm committed to, do I follow through with it? Do most, I do most I, of the time? Do I make it happen? How many crackpot fucking ideas have I sort of like followed through on over a the years? A lot of, a lot of. Like them. I would say, chief, chief among them. This is one of them. This, this, this is chi- this whole thing. Yeah, 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 this podcast is one of them. I say, chief among them, the two things that you've had a dumb idea for and followed through is all the chicken. All the chicken. Oh, that's all the that was the dumbest. That's got to be number one. Yeah. So Walter and a, a group of other comedians, uh, two deci- other comedians, two other comedians, <laughs> decided to do a storytelling <laughs> a, a storytelling show, show out, out of, of someone's like dormitory. Dorm apartment. Yeah, dorm apartment. Where it would be a bunch of comedians telling stories, but also there was free chicken. There was yeah, I made chicken for everyone. That's great. That's a great. That's a good incentive. Five, ten dollars or something, and also I sold beers out of a fridge. No, we charged. There was there you was did? a set okay. price. Yeah, it's probably the most profitable thing no, you've ever. And, and then, then and then whatever profit they turned, um, they gave to a chicken charity. They gave to a chicken charity. 
<laughs> my buddy was like, we should give the money to a chicken charity. I'm like, what the fuck is a chicken charity? He's like, wow. He's like, I'll find it. Save the question. chickens. <laughs> and then we, fi- we finished the run, and we were like, okay, we're done with this. We're, we, we did several. And like, and he's like, all right, I'm going to give the money to that chicken charity now. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me, man? Did you actually? He's like, yeah. And he sends me the link. Full-on found, like, a chicken uh, fucking charity. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. It was just about, like, freeing the chickens. So, yeah, like, a, a group of comedy shows that was devoted to just eating masses, massive amounts but of chicken. But they weren't comedy in shows. I mean, they were storytelling. Like, that was what made it even crazier, was that you were a bunch of comedians who were like, let's it do a storytelling. It was mostly comedy. It was mostly They funny were funny stories. stories. Yeah. <laughs> but it was still a story. Except like, you guys when Mike Karatsa told a story. Uh, <laughs> then it was, like, some serious dramatic shit. Like. <laughs> and then idea number two, Dark comedy. Which, is, which, which was crazy, was your, your pitching night fight. Pitching night fight made no sense. Like that was yeah, Oof, it, yeah. It was he. He Walter did a friend show. I like that. I'm pitching. I'm telling you Walter's ideas, even though he's sitting right here. Walter just to say that, like you know, I, I make. I, I'm an idea person and I'm a doer. Yeah, Wal- Walter had a concept for a friend show, which was just to pretend that the audience was potential investors for a twenty-something film franchise. For like a twenty-three film movie 20, franchise. Twenty-three film movie movie franchise called. And I was pitching knife fight that franchise to them as, and, and they were the, my investors. They were would be investors. Potential investors. One man pitch. <laughs> just a half a hour. It was like a half hour pitch. Did the audience know that they were the investors? They kind found of, out fast. Kind of, yeah, kind yeah. of. <laughs> <laughs> the show was a pitch meeting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. With with only a, a, a hand drawn flipboard. Uh, with a flip chart. Yeah, one flip chart. So like an elevator pitch, but for like the tallest building in the world. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel that there's like a buildings in Dubai. I'm sure where the elevators yeah. take 30 half minutes hour, to yeah. get to the top. Yeah, yeah probably. No overhead on that. That I was know that a few was that was the best like fucking bullshit. Two or three floors where the elevator takes a fucking fair enough. So there we go. Um, so that, yeah, that friend show, Walter, check this out. That friend show was called Knife Fight. Knife Fight. We have two members of the band Fight Face, Face. with us here tonight at Grumpy's. That is a segue pro podcasting. Bravo. Fight Face, <laughs> welcome, welcome, <laughs> Fight Face. Kate and Ross from Fight Face. Thanks, guys. Thanks. thanks. So, so yeah. thanks for having two us. Two fifths of Fight Face. Two fifths. Yeah. Yeah. Did I? What did I say? Uh, Something I don't know. Else. I think I just said two members. <laughs> are the yeah, other yeah. three members like? Accurate. Are the other three yeah. members constant members, or are they like? Is it always like in rotation? Like, is it like buckethead sometimes? Const- like yeah, yeah. <laughs> the revolving cast of uh, no, it's uh, yeah. We're we're five constant members. We've been playing together for since 2013 when I joined, oh, cool. which I consider to be. The, the start date. The official birthday <laughs> of Fight yeah. Face. Yeah. 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 We were a loose uh, we were you know, we were a loose association of folks before. Uh, mm-hmm. but we didn't actually have a name until shortly before uh, Kate joined. So okay. that was like twenty yeah, twenty thirteen. But so did you have a ago. style? That was gonna be my follow up question. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good question. Yeah. Um, I asked Kate before what the genre of the band was. Nice, nice, good. Th- here's the thing that I never do is ask the genre. I just assume and then, metal and then every assumes time. assumes it's metal. <laughs> and it's wrong. It's, but like, it's, it's wrong the, well, every time. Yeah. What we had, they were a punk act, full on like uh, a horror, like horror movie punk. They were a punk band. All the songs were based on horror movies. Screaming Demons. If Screaming you guys Demons, know. Yeah. 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 Five minutes into the fucking podcast, five, ten minutes into the podcast. So you guys are a metal band, yeah? And I'm like, fuck Pete. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> great, great. To be fair, I called Great Sabatini Metal, and I they're heavy. They're not, I, you know, they're a little bit outside of a genre. You know, well, that's the tough thing with genres anyways. Especially because, metal. Like, you know, I, 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 well, the first time I saw Great Sabatini live, yeah. <clears throat> my buddy who I was there with is like, he's like, this is grindcore. Yeah. And I was like, I'd seen another band like 10 years before that was apparently grindcore and it sounded nothing yeah, that's like not Sabatini. Yeah. Brother, yeah. So, I'll, I'll show you what grindcore is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. 
Um, these days, what are we? What are we calling well, ourselves? Rap rock. I told Walter earlier when we were <laughs> rap rock. Training. Rap rock. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, we DJ Lethal on the on the ones and twos, and he's just like scratching constantly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like kind of like Uncle Cracker. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think Dan well, wears a red uh, red, red fullback baseball cap. <laughs> yeah. loose pants. I was saying, like, just to keep things super simple, what the when people ask me that question these days, I just say we're rock punk. Yeah. It's a little bit different than punk rock yeah. because we're not I mean we've got elements of punk in there but yeah. if you put us next to like band, a though. punk Is it maybe a bit a bit, bit more polish? Uh oh, yeah. there's keys. Yeah, there's just some different <laughs> elements and <laughs> yeah. I think part of the whole thing is that we don't really have like a specific genre niche that's easy to like apply a label to but uh, we could say we're fight punk. Fight punk? Oh, well, nice. no, and the other ones, the other ones that we've tossed around in the past were monster rock, like z- monster rock, like zombie one. rock kind yep. of stuff. Uh, murder, rock. murder rock. Murder rock. Murder, oh. murder rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Monster themed. Murder rock. I feel like somebody, murder rock. Somebody I think said was mur- it? murder punk. I think was murder back. Punk. That was like the yeah. earliest, the earliest sort of string of things that we we had come up with was that was yeah. And then it turns out there is a whole genre called murder punk. This sounds nothing like you. No. So <laughs> back, back to the drawing board. Murder Rock to me sounds like it's like if someone was describing Nick Cave to you for the first time. Mm. <laughs> Somehow, like I, f- <laughs> I feel it's more Murder Rock than Murder Punk. That's what I said. Murder Rock. Oh, yeah, Murder Rock. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But like, but like the sad side of Murder. Yeah. Like, like not like yeah. like the the murdery, not the murderer. I think he also like has everyone I know is murder. I think I'm Here's thinking of music. this because like there's Nick a Nick Cave. Really I think there's like a Bad Seeds album called fucking. Murder ballads, actually. Yeah, you're right. Is that? Yeah, there is. Sure. Right? That's well, why I'm thinking of that. Without looking at the internet. Yeah, something I like that. Yeah, we'll, yeah <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll scope it out later. So I'm going to say cinematic horror pop rock, pop rock punk. Um, There's a pop. That could you like, that's you, not like I know you want. I know you guys want to shy away. Every band wants to shy away from pop, but there's like a pop sensibility in Fight Face that is not present in a lot of other like signed like sounding bands you're right and we you guys got have like sort of the heaviness yeah. but pop hooks yeah exactly you have a lot there. of like yeah, yeah uh what's, what's the track that i'm thinking of the, is it the cheerleaders one like it's like a super <laughs> like there's like there's, <laughs> there's like bubble gummy moments in yeah. fight face oh yeah so yeah, so oh yeah you need to throw pops you're somewhere. talking about cheerleader zombies yeah yeah exactly yeah. cheerleader zombies that, that one's got like some that's got some surf rock in there too with yeah. you know these sort of big harmonies Yep. <laughs> anyway, A plus band is what <laughs> I'm saying, Yay. and it calls to mind. It calls to mind immediately for me, at least uh, the uh, uh, murder face, murder face, murder face, murder face. You guys, have you guys, do you guys remember murder face at all? I they were a hip hop collective. No, I don't. I want to hear more murder about face, it though. Keith? I do remember murder face, and you guys might know murder face because I think so. members of, of murder face became, I want to say, maximum power. If you remember Max Power with Max, with, oh, uh, Max Power Max Power oh, open with for Tarzan. You guys. Oh yeah. 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 Tarzan's of Max course. Power. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've well, actually played a show with Max Power. Is that what Max Power is? Ma- what is who's in Max Power? Is Tarzan? Because uh, Khalil was oh, in yeah? Max okay. Power. Yeah, and he was in Murderface. Yeah. yeah. As as was Cynical, aka Joshua Clark. Yeah. Current currently ripping up the comedy scene. Yeah. Huh. So yes. But yeah, members certain people <laughs> of Murderface <laughs> ended up in Max Power. And Khalil was one mm. of them. Oh, so. Fight Face, right I feel, on. is like a PG-13 version of Murder Face. I mean, it's very different. One yeah. of them, one of them is a hardcore hip-hop, hip-hop band. Yeah, you know. so yeah. far. There's no rap. <laughs> Not yet. yet. 
Yeah. Yes. Who knows? Yeah. Can, yeah. I come in, can I come in and movie? do like a rap breakdown on a track? Uh, you know, let, I think we should revisit yes. this idea. I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> not, you know, I, I will never say no to something. something. Yeah. Come like right I, down, down. We don't have any featuring tracks. Blondie wasn't a rap act until she became the number one rap act in America with Rhapsody, right? That was a – was it Rhapsody? Anyway, there's a so track. Like Debbie Harry? Yeah. I, I did not I know. Yeah, that no, I know what you're talking about. Te- yeah, yeah it's, she has she has the like 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 a rap breakdown. Yeah, it's a weird rap breakdown, <laughs> and and it's just like it's it's garbage. It's pure garbage. No, it's real good. Mm, it's not I very mean, good. I, I think you're the only thing that's bad. But yeah, but te- technically, these, like, depending cool depending on your definition cool. of of hip hop, like hip hop purists would be like no dice. But like if 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 you agree to a broad definition of hip hop, it was the <laughs> oh why why because she's a woman. <laughs> I'm saying it's not great rap, <laughs> but I'm saying it was the first. Oh, I see. Oh, okay, 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 there it is. Okay, okay. It was the first like chart-topping <laughs> hip hop song with hip hop elements in America. Was this? I think it was Rhapsody. I can't. Yeah. I think, yeah uh, Sounds right. What I was thinking actually was, uh, you know, uh, everybody dance now. You know that track? Yep. To Unlimited. That's a good track. CNC Music Factory. There it is. CNC Music points points to keys. But there's a great. That's a classic. It's a classic rap breakdown of that. And it's like, move. Oh yeah. 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 yeah, that's the kind of rap breakdown exactly. I have in mind <laughs> for jump, jump Fight to the Face. Rhythm, jump. I, I yeah. and I, I can have in mind like the rest of that track <laughs> for Fight Face too, like <laughs> some sort of iteration of it. Yeah, let's you do that. I'm in on that track. Some dance featuring featuring Walter J. Lund. We're always yeah. looking for dope covers to do. So oh, I you guys do dope covers? We certainly are looking for covers. Hit me, let me, hit me with a dope cover. I love dope covers. What do you guys got? No, I'm just saying that that would be on the inspiration list for sure. But what you guys have previously done some dope covers? Do you guys so throw out some covers? Uh, we don't put them on any recorded material, but from we time to shows. time we bust one out at a so show. So what's what? Yeah, name patient is killing I think, me. Uh, yeah. So far, we have covered um, the Misfits. Uh, Hybrid moments. Hybrid moments is okay. the name of the Misfits song, which is like a classic Misfits, yeah. and we often get comparison to the Misfits, but. Well, I see it in Ross. It's like so. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ross, Ross has got like the little the Jerry only fucking thing I, I happening. Went in, here. I did oh. a Jerry only Halloween thing like a couple years ago. Oh, did you? Well, I had my big devil lock and stuff. Yeah. It was yeah. Called, what? What? Uh, it's called a a, dr- a dead hawk, or whatever. His little the, the little like fucking the extended devil widow's lock. peak. Devil lock. Devil lock. The extended, yeah, exactly. Just the, yeah. the the piece, the forehead piece. Yeah, yeah. The little strand of like the spike of gelled hair into your face is the devil lock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we did that culmination of all the hair on the top of your head that's grown out to be like two feet long that you 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 gel into this little microscopic line down the middle. Thanks, Danzig. That's like D A N hyphen Z I G. Well, but I'm Ching. What what other covers you guys got? So yeah, we did hybrid moments. One of the ones that I like the best and still kind of insist that we play from time to time because it's so awesome. Mambo number five. Yeah. Is, uh, <laughs> not, it's, it's not as good not as off. Mambo number five, <laughs> but it's uh, that crazy Canadian slash American bodybuilder metal dude from the 70s called oh. Thor, yeah. oh. uh, who is... A hu- I'm a huge fan. You mean Thor Johnson? Uh, Thor. I don't know what his last name is. The guy that was in like the Edward movies? No, no. Ma- Ma- what was this? It's a Ma- Mikkels- Michelson or something. It was like, it's like a st- Nordic last name. I Mads Mikkelsen. No, not Matt. No, no, no. Not him. But Thor. Just anyway, Thor. Thor. If you Google Thor music, he'll come up. And he was like this super tanned bodybuilder 
He-Man looking dude mm. in the 70s who had a glam rock outfit. Oh, nice. And we covered one of his songs called Anger, which fits into like sort of the fight face ethos and whatever. Yeah. And then we also did a cover of It's My Party. Nice. Oh. That that falls directly in line. With, in my brain, I was like, what's a funny fight face cover? And I was thinking, I want candy. Yeah. Which is like... <laughs> who, who did, who does, it's My Party. Who did that originally? Uh, the Ronettes? Cindy Lauper. The Was it? Uh, is, that, is that a Phil Spector I might be wrong. I might be wrong. No, yeah, no, 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 it's not. I feel Why like it Cindy might be Lopper, one of those songs stupid. that had like seven people. Yeah, well, yeah, but like the original is like a Motown track, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's uh, it. It's and my party, and I'll cry if I want to. But yeah. didn't we switch out the no. words so that it said I'll die if I want to, or uh, you'll yeah. die if yeah. I want Leslie to? Leslie Gore. Oh. According to the internet, originally Leslie Amazing. Gore. Yeah, but I think it became like a Motown standard. Where I'm sure they're like a bunch of. I'm gonna have to save that name for a future podcast if I ever ask that question again. Exactly. Word for word, perfect. Basically, uh, did it exactly uh, like how we did it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Something even for. There it is. Nailed it. There it is. Surprisingly, like you know, it wasn't. It wasn't like a song we like immediately like just figured out how to play. We had just sort of kind of. No, because it seems like a relatively complex piece. Yeah. Yeah, the chords move all over. So there's a lot of progressions. And a lot of those Motown yeah. tracks are like. Yeah, yeah. No yeah. musical knowledge whatsoever. I <laughs> don't know what I'm talking about. There's a lot of progressions and. Um, hey man, I play in a band and I don't know what those things are can called. Can you read either. music? It's okay, I used to be able to, but I find these days I voluntarily turned off that knowledge and made room for other trivia. Instead. I don't. Even, here's the thing. Here's what fucks me up about music. In general, okay. Playing, <laughs> I'm ready. I'm playing it. Right. I don't understand how, how to our how language. How to go into learning an instrument? Like I don't understand. Yeah. How to start? Okay. That's the problem. You step, know? Step I feel like one. I feel like so musically illiterate. I like I love music. I know all kinds of music. Uh, you know, like I'll get drunk and sing, but I can't <laughs> like. I, I learned how to play recorder when I was a kid. That's it. And I got decent at that. I could play Conte Paltiro. By Andrea Bocelli mm-hmm. and uh, Beethoven's Ninth on uh, the recorder. Perfect. On the recorder. So uh, you're totally gonna, set wow. up to like Virtuoso. if you ever have to torture anyone. What's that now? I said you're totally set up if you ever have to torture anyone. Yeah, no, but I was saying that's gone. Bust out the recorder. That, that knowledge is gone. Uh. How do you learn how to play an instrument? Okay, that's my music question. <laughs> <laughs> well, let, let us answer that quickly for Step you. Step one: Enroll no, in Dead Mouse's electronic music production master. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> And then step two, be a musician. <laughs> yeah, don't make any of those cardinal sins of EDM. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that he get, we get in that five-second preview that <laughs> we all are forced to listen to. It's like I watch, like, I love guitar. I love fucking yeah. guitar. And I swear to God, to this day, I will watch, like, an old thing or just, like, the Eagles. And I'll, like, and it'll be the fucking, the, 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 the shot of the guy shredding and shit. And I'll just look at that and I'm like, how does he do that? <laughs> what does he know? Wait, like, how does he, how do you learn how to do that? Like, we. There's all this like finger stuff, and I'm like, what the fuck is that? But it's well, produ- as soon as you play recorder, that? you understand the notes that you're playing. You yeah, but a simple it, but, like, recorder. It left my brain so quickly, which leads me to believe that like I'm just not wired to know it's how to play music. Very possible. I I had that. Like well, I, my mom tried to teach me uh, to play piano. Could you ever play it? Uh, I mean, like I could I could play very simple songs on on was our, it, on was, the family organ. Was it memorized or understood? It was a little bit understood. Like I understood like which buttons made which tone, and yeah. then I like, like and, I think and then I understood that you could like move your hand over here, and it would be the same song because you'd be the same notes in like See, a different key. See, even that key. to me is just like, you like, know, like yeah, no, like I got some of those basic stuff, but then yeah, my brain did not 
My brain had no like, no mind for composition. So long story short, I'm impressed is what I'm saying. <laughs> I had no idea what the fuck. Well, I don't know, Dan. Should we reveal our secrets or should we like Oh, is it like inside? a Millie Vanilli situation? Well, is it like, you know, we're or in Or is it a blood ritual? We're in these adept group of musicians. Uh. So like, should we tell people how to break into our world and become competition? I think we already said it. Playing recorder is step one. Okay. Uh, some, some might call it step negative one, but it, I don't it depends. Like, I don't know. Honestly, guys, it's, it's all, it's all, it's, it's all, it's all, it's all muscle memory to some, to yeah, some I, yeah, I get like, that, yeah. Okay, this, I, I've actually just sort of broken it down like really quickly, like okay. about, about how it works, all right? Step one. There's stages, you can okay? Have stages, lots of stages. Fun. First stage, stage learn one. those basic things. <laughs> Once you practice them to death and they become ingrained in your memory, then you've locked that in. That's like achievement unlocked. So, like, you need, like, I, so when someone was trying to teach me how to play bass, yeah. they were just like, just running through like A, B, C, D, E. And yeah. just like knowing, like, can you run the yeah. the chords? And once you can do A B C D E, then you do like D E F G A or whatever. And like, yeah, and like yeah, just yeah. go up the scale and you memorize all the ways that they work. And it's yeah. like obtuse. And you try, as and fuck. then you like they were, yeah, exactly. That, and that, then that's eventually it. you your, get your, it. Your brain, your brain syncs the hand like configuration with the sound. Yeah. Kind yeah. of, yeah. And you're and you like sort of just understand it. Sort of, it's like you ha you'll have like an epiphany moment. This is the this is the block for me. And that's is this, this is that like I hear this, I'm like, that's never. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> at the same time, well, I mean, that's I mean, that, that's it. I, I tried to learn, you know, to play guitar. And Catherine, well, like, and and Catherine like Catherine and her whole family, they have that shit going yeah, on. Oh yeah. Like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. Like. Yeah, but like for instance, your your wife plays saxophone. Or used did to? she? She used to, yeah. Sax? I, think I she play used to saxophone. Play no, I don't think so. Trumpet. Yeah. I felt she could also play sax. So I mean, it's not mistaken. Chris, your one of your brother-in-laws plays a bunch of instruments. Nick plays a whole pile of instruments. Yeah, exactly. And then you're just, just sort of like, like you're like, I make people laugh. Yeah, that's but the there's but the well, thing is, but there's a composition. That's something that I can't understand. So Walter, tell tell me, you know, how do you how make does a joke? Learn, how does one <laughs> become funny? Oh, please just, tell me, God. You just gotta go in with. Uh, you grow up a lot of hair and a beard. <laughs> no, no, the only thing, <laughs> ultimately it only comes down. You gotta go in with with. With uh, enough like misplaced self confidence <laughs> in the idea that you could entertain people and hold their attention, and that they and that you have things that are worthy enough to be listened to for a while, and not only that, but that will be entertaining, and then you kind of go from there, and then you just work on it. Yeah, and that's about it. It's the same yeah, thing. But it's but all the same. But it's at the same time, though, like when I've heard you guys like kind of talking about when you guys really get into dissecting the joke and you talk about like your the delivery and the, the like, oh yeah there's all like that pausing yeah. like how long you yeah. pause for to either allow for laugh or let something uncomfortable set in or whatever like when you guys break apart like second by second your jokes you're doing something that most people aren't just like I can tell a funny story at a bar and I'm hilarious well, I should be a stand up comedy <laughs> like but that's I mean like that's that's what hecklers will tell you though that's what hecklers don't get right like yeah. I, I dealt with a heckler last week at a show Charlene Charlene <laughs> we were gonna start on Charlene yeah fucking yeah we were gonna lead with Charlene cause of course her name was Charlene right like and I find she like was, that's she was like an imaginary name no like people real are not name. really named this Charlene this woman was really named Charlene you know what she reminded me of Cassandra. Oh, Cassandra. <laughs> That's yeah. another made-up name. Yeah, no. These people I know are people fake. With, I know people with those uh, names. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now so do we. Yeah. <laughs> but we don't really know Cassandra, but boy, was she... Well, we kind of do. She well, sounds like, like a Charlene to me. We'll, she hit we'll, a guy we'll with We'll tell shoe. you the Cassandra... She threw a shoe we'll, at a guy. We'll say the Cassandra story after the Charlene story. But Charlene was, was fucking up the whole show and like... And, and Charlene was... The, and also being disruptive to people around her. Like yeah. She was like... 
starting to like fucking pick fights because people would be like, "Shut the fuck up! Yeah, yeah. Shut up! There's a show happening! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shut up!" And she was like, "What? He was talking to me and like really getting like that was what aggressive. is this not the person you were talking about earlier? Yeah, 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 yeah we were talking about person, Charlene. So the thing about Charlene as as an audience member that I felt, I mean, obviously I felt terrible for you guys. Did you enjoy her? Did you feel like she was contributing to the show? No, but. If she turned her shit down to like a thirty, a thirty, yeah. it would have been fine because uh, uh, she was the like occasionally placed she, quip. She was a good time fine. heckler. She was there to have a good time. She was too fucked. Exactly, yeah. that's it. Like she was there to have a good time. She wasn't there to bring a comedian down, which is no, like, I don't think so. No, exactly. Which is like to me, I'm like when a heckler is just sort of like get her off your butt. No, she was partying. She was partying. Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. She was just like she had, she'd gotten into some something. But it was wound up at a piranha bar. Uh, but her on, good time, uh, her Tuesday good night. her good time came at the cost. Of exactly. the good time of people around her. Exactly. That's which what I'm saying. What, which is what, at the end of the day, she came, she came up to me. To, she's like, why did you give me shit? She's like, why did you like, why did you like go in on me? Because I was like, because you were fucking up the show. Yeah. Look, I said, look. She's like, whatever I said to the comics, that was funny. They were talking to me. I'm like, let's accept that as truth, which it isn't. But let's just like, we'll go, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll use that. Okay. All I'm asking you is next time you go to a show, don't fuck the show up for people around me. Yeah. She's like, they were talking to me, and they were. Th- and I'm like, all right, well, this conversation's done. Have <laughs> a good evening, Charlene. I, I Thank you for your patronage, Charlene. Yeah. In my mind, yeah, so, anyway, so, so the, 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 this girl, Charlene, would just being like, like Harrison came up. Harrison has a little, is a little baby-faced redhead boy. Like, I don't even know how old he is. Didn't he my start, son. He's your son. Yeah. Your actual son. He was, uh, <laughs> like, he started doing comedy when he was like. A teenager, right? Yeah, like, he's in CJEP still. Yeah, exactly. He's in CJEP now. Yeah, like he's and he's finishing up at and Dawson. He's been, and he's been doing comedy for like four or five years. Like two, three years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There crazy. was like special. He's, dis- he's like he's like a fucking prodigy. It's ridiculous. He's okay, so this is not your actual son. No, 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 no. no, 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 no he's just son. He's just like twenty-year-old kid. I was like scratching my head. I'm like, last I recall, no, he's this nineteen, twenty-year-old ginger kid. But like, but I, but I, I go up on stage and whenever I bring him up, I'm like, he's my actual son, ladies and gentlemen. Go crazy for Harrison Weiner. Harrison Weiner and his name Red, and, you know, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> anyway, you should you should just say wine red bling. Wine red bling, end, and then it's pop. Anyway, but he he ha- he has a a style that that is like it is purposefully awkward, and a lot of it is like timing related, and him kind of pretending his like just pretending that he's bad at comedy. But anyway, like, he gets he gets up there, and he's this mm. like like gang. No delivery. Like, there's no like yeah no exactly. Pizzazz, this like. kind of like a little taller than average, a little gangly, whatever. And he just like like holds the microphone like really quietly and awkwardly, and he was just like showtime. Yeah, that was and so like funny. it's hilarious. Sure, I've never heard. I've never seen him do that ever. It was, so, it was good. so good. It was so good. But like, and just like perfect. <laughs> but like, so much of it like relies on the long pauses where you're like, "What is happening?" Making people uncomfortable. And Charlene just clapping and be like, "You're doing wonderful, oh God. honey." Yeah, okay. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and it was like I said, that was why I was like, I didn't hate Charlene's intentions, but her ultimate delivery was terrible. Do you think that sometimes like hecklers in a comedy crowd are sort of the equivalent of comments on the internet. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Except for the fact that it's like... In what, human what, form. What gets me about uh, comedy, and I'm, I mean, Walter's going away, so he's... Oh. Yeah, no, but I'm just saying, he's, he, he, he could speak to this like a thousand times better <laughs> than... Like, as... I feel that just through my friendship with Walter and other comedians, whatever, like, I've probably seen as, like, the most... Not the most, but, like, I've seen a lot of comedy shows compared, like up to a non-comedian. Like, as a non-comedian, I've seen a lot of shows, and it was like, the thing about Hecklers, which always just drives me up the wall, is one or two of them is, like, the joy of the live audience. But, like, more than that, and it's just, it's just an abomination. And it, what gets me the going the most is that, like, you wouldn't settle for... You wouldn't, like, be cool 
with that much heckling at a film where there isn't a live performer. Like, if someone was talking that much at the screen in a theater, they'd be kicked out, like, no questions asked. And you're like, and no performer is getting thrown off their game by your bullshit in a movie theater. <laughs> you know, but, like, no, there's a live person standing 10 feet away from you, and you're throwing them off of something that they've, like, very, like, carefully constructed yeah. to be entertaining in a certain way. And that's the, fun, that, that's the thing is that, like, you know, you mentioned carefully constructed, and, you know, if... This uh, Walter's son here was was doing <laughs> such a good job of making everybody believe that. Yeah. Because so, uh, the the one thing that I the, the one thing that I've been thinking um, this whole time is that when I go to a comedy show, yeah, I'm I'm like one of those those people that if I if I if I start to feel like uncomfortable, yeah, I have this like uncontrollable like you know instinct to like or like reflex to just start like talking or like you know saying shit in the right. crowd and it's like it's this terrible com- like compulsion I guess that I but have and I and s- oh man it's like a little sometimes bit I'm fun, that though. guy sometimes I, I'm I that get, guy I get, and I, I get and that I people and I get that, that that people will have that that that's fine but it's just <laughs> that it's like when people get like tanked or just completely out of control yeah that that's like a problem. I got. Uh, yeah. I got, well. Yeah. I'm never that guy. No. I'm not. I'm exactly. No, and, and, not quite. And, not and not quite those two that things guy. Come together, exactly. Right? And the thing. The thing is, though, is that like I've. I've been to shows where someone like a Charlene will, in say like an awkward pause, be like, "Oh no," and it is funny, right, yeah. and then the performer can play off it and make it a thing, and it's fine. Like there is an audience. Like I don't think anybody. I don't think any comedian wants the audience to be zero. Yeah. Have you, have you guys gotten hecklers at your shows? Ever? Do you get, do you, you, get, you like, just scream over them, uh, sure. we, Not <laughs> if, quite. Like, it's a little different in, like, a loud show environment. Yeah. Does anybody, like, bother to heckle? Or, like... Because you do, like, maybe little bits of, like, crowd participation, right? In between? Yeah-ish. I mean, and that's, like, kind of a question mark for us always because, like... Some people seem to really want their performer to engage yeah, and like I've tell little stories fan, and chit chat and blah blah blah. And I also work with a music review site, and a yeah. lot of the time, the person reviewing will kind of score negatively. Shows like, oh, they just played through their entire set and they didn't mm. talk to the crowd at all, and I felt ripped off. But then on the other hand, there's more music in that set, though. Well, yeah, and yeah. like sometimes. The point of it is to play the music and not to chit chat. I think there's a balance. So yeah, like you, it kind of comes down to like your own identity as a performer or a group, and how much like anecdotal storytelling, blah blah blah, like is relevant to like what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. And also how comfortable and how able you are to deliver that in a way that actually reaches the audience and yeah. isn't just like mumbling into a microphone for five minutes. So it's always this question. But yes, uh, as for hecklers, I don't think we get hecklers per se. I feel like that word is almost reserved for comedy. Kind right. of, yeah. In a way. Uh, music is just shitty fans. But we occasionally <laughs> do get like... And is that a shitty usually, audience member? Usually these are new people for us. They're people that, for thank you, Jesus, have somehow discovered our band yeah. and have never heard us before but are miraculously blown away by what they're hearing and they love us and we're so stoked. Like, yes, we've touched a soul somewhere out there in this world. It's not our friends or family members <laughs> or other bands that we're pals with. It's like some random guy, usually a guy, once I think a female at that one show with the which the the drunk one at uh, Hemisphere. <laughs> what is this? You just said a weird hand gesture. Can't explain. Explain. Yeah, well, which, with the what? Was, 
the it was a random hand gesture, kind of signifying a female body. Okay. okay. Uh, but in a oh, drunk like way, you're playing charades as, as, as if you're playing charades. Yeah. Yeah. So, but what did she do though? Uh, right. Well, that was our show oh. for Pop Montreal at Hemisphere Gauche. Let me and we had So we had a kind of heckler okay. at that one, and she was just like super into our music, oh, yeah. but also extremely intoxicated. Yep. And that's usually the reason. Like, yeah. <laughs> in a show context, you get. Like a lot of like that one drunk person standing near the stage and like woo and like kind of excessively wooing you and like fist yeah. pumps and whatever. In her case, she also followed each of us around after the show oh. and like gave us tips of how oh to play good. better, oh. how yeah. to how to play better, how to perform better, yeah. how to write better songs oh, wow. that she would like more. But like you I liked you a lot, you but you know why I would like you more? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know what's the you know what's the best? Is the heckler that sticks around to the end of the show, like Charlene, that explains to you how the show could have been better and why they were, in fact, the best part of the and show. This Sounds is like why the same people. I equated it to like the comments on the internet. Yeah. yeah. Because it's just there's no talking sense first of all well yeah, yeah, in no, my mind sure. it's just this person who doesn't realize it but just really needs a little bit of attention yeah and they want to be considered an authority but they don't actually I, do they just I, consume i can almost guarantee you that in every case of someone who makes a show like about themselves there's like a part of them that is just like I want to be on stage, yeah. either doing the music or doing the comedy. That's it. Like so. And in almost a hundred percent of cases, I'd say like ninety percent of cases, when you actually ask them, like, yeah. "Oh, cool!" Like, so you you have all these thoughts about how I play the bass. What's like, do your you bands? play bass? And then they're like, "Oh no, man, I don't I don't play any music." But like, yeah, and same with comedy, I'm sure. Like, yeah, yeah, like I think you should do this and this and this, but no, man, I I don't actually do any comedy. It's yeah. like, well, thanks for your contribution. I will say, Walter, for I, at at your show at Piranha Bar, a part of me, like, because Rodney had shushed Charlene a couple times. Oh, dude, that was the best. It was Rodney, great. Rodney shushed Charlene. So okay, Ro that Rodney's the headliner of this yeah. show. He's sitting off to the side in an area that's weirdly lit. There was like a couple of like overhead lights. It was supposed to be the merch area, but he was just kind of chilling watching the show. And Charlene's going off, and Rodney, that the headliner, mm -hmm. goes like, "Yo, shh," just kind of gives her like a cursory shh. And, and she, she looks over. She's like, "Really?" Like, and he yeah. just looks really? at her, shaking his head. Really? Oh. And she starts like giving. And he's, I'm like, "That was the best." No, oh, but in, wow. in my mind, I've never seen someone get shushed in a crowd at a comedy show. Oh, before. There, like, so in my mind too, I was like knowing Rodney's comedy, and it was not a shame because she had backed off by the time he got there. But I was like, if she's still doing this, I'm like, of all of the comedians, like Rodney will eviscerate yeah, her. Yeah. Like Rodney will devote like a huge portion of his set and did even with her not being <laughs> like w without even her being vocal anymore, yeah. still devoted time to like chewing up Charlene. But I was like, if she's still pulling this, I was like knowing Rodney and knowing Rodney's comedy. I was like, she finally fucked off after a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was like, but as, as a, as a, as an audience member who knew the comedians on stage, I was like, I kind of knew who was around. I was like, I knew Josh would just yell over her, kind of. Her. And Josh, Josh brought that was her. funny actually because like Josh, <laughs> Josh ta was talking to her, and he was actually. Did you notice how he was weirdly nice to her? Yeah, because he, he brought like, her. He what? He brought her. He told her about it. 
Did he? He told her about it when he he said he was playing at Cleo's and met Charlene at oh, Cleo's. No, I don't think that was the case because like other people knew. Anyway, I think but, other like, people knew her, but I, think I would say to anyway. Josh, I was like, Josh, why were you? I don't so think nice knew her like tight, but he was just like, oh, I'm playing a show. Like, but, but I said to her, I was like, I said to Josh, I was like, Josh, why were you so nice? Like, he's like, Yo, man, I blacked out. I was so angry. I don't even know what the fuck I said. I was like. <laughs> Oh shit! Right. So has she been like a regular like no, sort of every just, night or something? Or do, you, or do you know her only because of this one? We know night. her because of this one time, and she tried to hijack an entire night. Wow. But it was just okay. like, but seriously, Rodney would have eviscerated her. Like yeah. in, like still did a little. But if she was like, I was like, oh, and that as a viewer, I wanted to see. Oh, as an audience member, I was like, I really want to see Rodney just get up here. I'll just say this. <laughs> just <laughs> annihilate. This I'll just say this, lady. and we'll move on from the, to the Charlene talk. We'll get back to. The, our guest at hand, for God's sakes. But oh, no, the, la- the immortal quote, nice. immortal quote from Charlene. Okay, I'm ready. This is after the show is done. And this is the point where she's explaining her actions to me, explaining why the heckling was really actually helping the show, and telling me that I'm an idiot because I gave her shit for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And since so she's explaining all this, she's very. And she's like, "Look, I get it. I get it. You know, I'm an artist too. Oh. I'm an artist. This is what we were saying. She's like, I'm an artist, and look, I'm an artist." And, you know, I do stuff. And she's like, she said something else. And she's like, I'm an alcoholic. And, you know, also this. And it's like, like the, the alcoholic thing was just kind of like slipped into it. I'm and an she's artist. Like, she's like, I'm I get an it. Alcoholic. I'm an artist, too. Well, I make stuff I do things. I'm an alcoholic. And blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, let's go back to that last point. Let's stay <laughs> on that. Well, I think that, like, these are, like, truths that could be, you know, widely applied if you know, you're blackout you know. on a Tuesday. But like, this is her trying to relate <laughs> to me also. Like, I'm like, yo, yeah, but uh, yeah, I like a drink yeah. too. But also I just put on a fucking comedy show. Yeah. And yeah. I had to like get your ass in line. So like don't, yeah. don't talk to me about I fucking alcoholism. I think the takeaway from this is that clearly all comics – and all musicians are alcoholics. Yeah, that's the thing. That's, that yeah, that's was, how that we all the, relate to all artists. All, all artists are alcoholics. Are alcoholics. If you've done something like, creative like with your life, you're probably safe. an alcoholic. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I guess so that's how uh, we all like bond and relate to so one another. So talking about audience participation and stuff, you guys, uh, your your front man, uh, is it officially Elvis, or is it? <laughs> Well, Elvis just, is our We all call nickname. him Elvis. We've all called him Elvis, like, since we've known him. Okay. Since, like, the dawn of yeah. time, yeah. as so far as I know. That's, okay. that's, that's uh, Elvis. But his real name's Jeff. Yeah. I'm well, actually, that's an acronym for his real name, but that's yeah, exactly. all you get. He wasn't born. doesn't say JF on his birth certificate. Stop no, lying. It, does it doesn't not. say Elvis on his birth certificate. Shit. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> uh, yeah. So he's a uh, main lyricist? If I'm uh, not mistaken. Yeah, he writes, yeah. He writes you know, a lot like, of the he's, lyrics. He's responsible. Like, he, he, he is the sort of, you know, the, the mad genius of a, of a lot of the sort of world crafting. Okay. Of so there's space. world crafting. At Terra- times. Terraforming. At times. Terraforming. Yeah, you know, it's like. Uh, so so is, is, are you guys a bit of a concept band? A bit. We, we dream of being a concept band. Okay. I think. <laughs> I think you know we talk about doing a like potential we, concept. We, we you know when we when we're when we're get, when we're when we're hanging out and, and playing music together we it often comes up you know that future concept album that we've right. <laughs> that we're gonna write One of ten. or gonna do or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you know, what more do you have we, to do we, to go from where you are now to becoming a concept band, a full concept band? 
Well, well, there's, there's not really like fully, a, I think, commit a to, We need to agree on a concept. There it is. No, but <laughs> it's not even a question of like what steps because something that I find really interesting about our music, like we are just about to release our second recorded material to the and, world. And is, it, is it a full length? Uh, it's an EP okay. of six songs, which okay. we're super proud of. And uh, it's going to drop on March 20th. Go plug yourself. March yeah, 22nd, you can find it on our band camp. And we're, actually, we're having an album release yep. uh, show the same day at Petit Campus. Start doors at 8 p.m., $10. Bring all your friends. Yeah, they have a sick background. Album, yeah. album art by uh, Sean Arsinian. Yeah, friend from Great Sabatini. Friend of the show, uh, Great Sabatini, also exactly. tattooed me, and I owe him my right leg to tattoo some more. Nice. Yeah, but we're yeah. so stoked that he did the art for yeah, us. Yeah. Uh, we've like, you know, yeah, all... It's there's no such thing awesome. as Fight Face, am I right? Yeah, that's the yeah. title yeah. of the EP. Yeah, there's yeah. no <laughs> such thing as Fight Face. Like, yeah. the idea that, like... Well, so there's no band, and why are we doing this shit? Yeah. But... Well, kind Anybody of yes. interested should go to Facebook and find our event page, come to the event, and then you can also see the album art. Yes, yes exactly. The album will art get, is will there. Will you get a hot discount on the album if you go to the event? Yes. Oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's at a hot discount when you come to a come to a there rock, you go. When you there come you to go. a rock exactly. punk show. Yeah, but yeah, yeah as, as far as concept, like it's it's not even so much about like developing a concept. It's about Every time we write new songs, something shifts, something evolves, yeah. and we've always sort of got like our kind of raison d'être like in mind. Yeah. And I feel I feel really funny for saying raison d'être, but it's fine. Uh, it's one of those. Things yeah, but like, like the yeah, underlying sort of thematic <laughs> vibe is yeah. still there. But so far, and we only have two recordings to show right. this, but it's really evolving. So it's it's not about like committing to a this is what we're doing or whatever it it ha seems to happen really organically yeah and we'll put together some songs and they tend to shift a little bit in terms of concepts and themes and material and tone and then they seem to go really well together and we're like oh let's put these on our next recording yeah. but you guys kind of seem to be like not necessarily i would Musically, not necessarily, but at least, like, thematically, you guys kind of seem to be locked into, at least at a high level, like, B-movie horror. B-movie horror is sort like, of like the the um, carotid artery. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, like, and then you, like, stem like, in different ways. Cause I think it's important to just say, to, 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 like, also say, like, classic horror, right? Like, all you know, all the sort of the classic sort of seminal horror movies, if you're talking, like, your Halloweens, your, night, your, your Nightmare on Elm Street. But those are still, yeah. like, B. Like, they're yeah. still B-rated, Well, I guess right? everything like was B back in the time. And like, the only horror that you could watch was... was yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, was a, it was a bunch yeah. of, like, yeah. DIY directors, kind of, like, yeah. with, with no-name yeah. actors, just, like, make it... Even if they became we classics. All, we, all grew up, we all grew up with yeah, that yeah, stuff, exactly. you know? That's and it's, it. uh, so. it's, it's sort of really dear, near and dear to all yeah. of us, and... It's I you know I guess it is the sort of it is that thread that that unites <laughs> that binds yeah, yeah. <laughs> that binds all of us so yeah um. and uh, I mean I think ultimately we don't want to necessarily get stuck in a box yeah for where sure. people say like oh you wrote a song and it's not about some kind of horror movie theme yeah, yeah. but at the same point like well, all of our existing songs are it's important about killing to note. something I think <laughs> it's important to like to 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 recognize that we also sing about. Um, Alien invasion, right? Yeah. Um, but it's 
Yeah, and, still you know, there's science fiction. Science fiction. Yeah. yeah. Science fiction, and you know, there's horror, but there's also, I mean, I would differentiate between slasher as well. I think that I think there's a difference between the two. And Absolutely. You know, although slasher and horror. Yeah. That's not saying we're slasher not. Slasher is a subgenre of horror. It's a subgenre yeah. of horror, yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. like it does play yeah. by very different rules. Yeah. 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 Slasher's like, not so always. I think we need to so we need to identify. We're talking zombies. We're talking slasher. We're talking aliens. We're talking robots. Aliens and robots is arguably sci-fi. Yeah. So who was saying? Was it you who that the greatest, that the great one, of the, <laughs> the greatest horror film is arguably a sci-fi, and it's Alien. Was that you? Was that having that conversation that, with you? That I don't know if I was having that conversation, but it is one of my beliefs. Yeah, but somebody was saying this. Like, <laughs> yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah, Alien the is first one. Alien is not really a sci-fi. It's movie not a sci-fi movie. It's a horror movie. movie. Yeah, it's, yeah. A horror, it's a fully horror movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it just happens yeah. to take place on a space ship. Yeah. And it with an alien. With so an alien, which are traditionally sci-fi concepts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sci-fi but then, horror. I would like, just call it sci-fi horror. I think our whole thing is about like not necessarily limiting ourselves, and that's why going back yeah. to the beginning, full circle, it's really hard for us to like get in a defined genre because we don't want to limit ourselves. We just kind of this is what's inspiring us right now. This is the great song we made. However, you want to classify it, yeah. you genre nerds and whatever, go for it. But up to now, it's been a lot on the sci-fi slash. Uh, be horror theme but that's not to say oh, that we won't do but we're not gonna write like a song about like our cats but, at, but we're not I gonna do it's not gonna happen if, if i could it's unlikely if i could float something a little a little behind the curtain of fight face behind you you were at one point composing a song about like vikings ah. i remember and that wow, you've th- got some cutting room floor shit right I there, know. man. <laughs> and I know that that didn't, hasn't ended up on a recording, <laughs> but I do know that you were working on like a Viking song, and that doesn't seem super off-brand because it's still yeah. like a violent... That was a Viking Co- revenge a story. Yeah, that was exactly. a revenge story. So that was like revenge porn. Like, mm. So, you know, again, but you know that, that was... Yeah, that yeah that was... Wow, I'm surprised that you... I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. Yeah. But that's what I was <laughs> getting at is like <laughs> not being like necessarily restricted in our subject matter like we were talking slasher films and i can't say anything definitively right now but let's just say that the concept of slasher material has occurred to us and stay tuned people of internet podcast lands because that may or may not potentially or not also become some thematic fight face material so all that to say is just that we're kind of yeah, we had, well, we had tossed around a few ideas. Well, because I, I was going to say, because I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. while you guys were talking, I was thinking about, uh, do you guys know Screaming Demons? Whatever, yeah. but yes. Like, but like, but like they're, each and every one of their songs has like a direct link to like a particular film. A specific film. horror film. Yeah. Like exactly, where it's like, yeah. they're like, and this film, like this song, even though it might not be like evident, is about Poltergeist. And this song, even though it might not be evident, is about the Exorcist. I was like into that. I like that. Yeah, I, I I like it too. But at the same time, when you talk about like putting yourself in a box, I'm like, okay, but like now you're like, if I want to write a song, what horror movie does but it tie to? But they're the only ones that know that, and it's you know. Sure, but it's still you end up being in a weird spot creatively. Like I mean, friends friends of the show slash relatives of Walter, uh, now defunct B Casa, right? Where it's like. They they would write about like whatever they wanted to be, but it did end up mostly being about cartoons and video games. Video games, yeah. You know, like and then subsequently they did a concept album called Fuck You Shredder, which was only about Ninja Turtles, you know, which is like fine. And and I think that you a lot of people kind of were like, Oh, like B Castle are kind of a concept band because they only sing about like pop culture. Because it was a concept band. 
But like, but not really. I just think they were writing about whatever they were going to write about. Anyway. Yeah, but they were as a result they were a concept. What yeah, did exactly. Casas stand for again? It, nothing uh, anymore. Co- uh, well, <laughs> uh, it was the Bill Cosby. The Bill Cosby Anarchist Society of America. But then they right. got a cease and desist. They got desist. a cease and desist letter from Bill Cosby. And then when the Bill Cosby shit went down, they were like, yeah, we don't want to be associated with you anymore. Yeah, they were like, so yeah, like they, they had officially transformed, once they got the cease and desist, to just the acronym. BCSAL. And then the Bill Cosby shit went down, and they were like, nice. Yeah. They were like, Fuck now you. it stands for extra nothing. Fuck you, you perv. Yeah. Um, but exactly. But a lot of people were like, oh, they're a concept band. But I was like, I don't think they were on purpose. They just were like, let's write a, like... Two-minute punk riff. Are you guys Ramones yeah. fans? Are you guys Ramones fans? Well, I mean, me personally, n- yes, I am. Yeah. Who's not a Ramones? Well, you, who so can't appreciate the Ramones? I think one of the most. I love that song. I couldn't name their Which deep one? cuts, but that's you know that's the, the Ramones song. Just that one, the Ramones song. Yeah. But one of the most fascinating <laughs> albums they put out was like '89, and I think it was called Brain Drain, and that has both a Halloween and a Christmas song on it. Yeah. <laughs> and the, well, the Halloween song is. Well, oh man. How that is. Their fucking song based on uh, the film Pet Cemetery. Yeah, that I was the Christmas song or the Halloween song. Buried in a pet cemetery. I was calling that their Halloween Amazing. song because it's like a spooky song, but yeah, you know it's a lot it's of spooky songs though. One, I guess. one of the other subjects besides concept albums uh, that comes up is Christmas albums. <laughs> we, <laughs> we, we, we often we often will like we have a debate about. Do you guys know I put out um, a fucking Christmas album last year, like for like last Christmas, this nice. past Christmas. I did not know. We got we got the comics together and we did like uh, Montreal comedian singers and kind of thing. Like and we did like public domain songs, like that we didn't have to like pay licensing rights to. And we got we had a recording studio and a guy that recorded it and it was a whole thing. It was it was awful, but like uh, you know it's for a good cause so. Nice. Yeah. I'll definitely we also check did uh, Fairy Tale in New York, but keep that on the DL. So, oh, we'll do we it until we probably, this airs. We probably weren't really supposed to, but <laughs> you know, uh, we, talking. Was, we had been recording for like nine hours, and we were like ripped. <laughs> and I was just like, and I just like walked up to the mic. The guy's name was recording was Alan. I was like, Alan, cue up fucking Fairy Tale in New York karaoke version. Do it. There you go. And then we just had me like another dude just like warbled our way through it and like on the album boom <laughs> it's a pirate it's a pirate christmas album did you ever get a Amazing. copy chris uh chris wow your name is chris now no my name is not chris and I'm it's close to keith <laughs> <laughs> i did i have a copy of it i haven't listened to it good yet. good good <laughs> save it for next christmas. save it for next christmas yeah. when i was in the washroom just now I thought of something you should add to your, uh, <laughs> your to your cover repertoire. Pray tell. Nice. Uh, I think you should uh, play "Party at Ground Zero by Fishbone. Like, since you guys kind of have that post-apocalyptic vibe, and I think there, there, I think there's like a growly, could work metal dialogue option, which would be super fun. Cool. It's also a super sick song for bass guitar, so because it's got that like. Uh, like dancehall ska bass lines that are. Well, I have to be honest. When we were talking earlier about how to learn an instrument, my advice for all you guys was just going to be like, oh, just buy a bass. Buy a bass and be and really tall. <laughs> what about like a. <laughs> it helps if you're female. What about a balalaika? What about like a balalaika that has like, oh, yeah, that has, like three strings? That has like three yeah. strings, got like the triangular bit, like bottom to it. Like would that, I, that, that has to be easy to learn. Come on. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's three strings. strings for there's Christ only three strings on it. Get a tambourine. Uh, well, yeah, or a ukulele actually is pretty easy. What about a mandolin? Uh, I don't know how they're tuned. I think mandolins are probably probably tuned. Like, like a ukulele, you can just. I don't think there's frets on a mandolin. That's what. 
like I don't know. Yeah, something so you're ukulele, ukulele or balalaika. The nice thing about bass is that it's like big, wide strings, and for the most part, you only have to push one of them at a time. So if you are like really interested in becoming a musician, that's always my advice: is like, yo, just get a bass. Just get a bass. Yeah, and then don't listen to too much Primus because you won't get there. Yeah, or Rush, <laughs> or, or, yeah, exactly. or The Who, or... Yeah, just listen to, like, Green Wait, Day. What's what's if you're really into bass... If you had a great bassist, John Entwistle, for Christ's sake, what are you talking about? Who? And that's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's what we're saying. We're saying don't aspire to be the bass <laughs> oh. greats. Yeah, like listen, listen to... I thought you were, thought you were like, 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 the shitty bass bands. Like, and copy like, a Green Day album from the 90s. Yeah, if you That is the, like, the extent of Green Day bass. You're like, whoa, a bass solo. <laughs> Even that might be a little advanced, but yeah. you can literally get away with just playing like. Here's what you do: buy a copy of Guitar Hero, play the bass track, play the guitar track. If you can do the bass track, you could do a lot of music. It's so boring. The bass tracks were so boring. There are so many songs. I hate to shit on it, but it's like, oh, I'm gonna play the bass. What? What? Kate's uh, so Kate, Kate's hitting the bar. Um, yeah, pint of pint of Pilsner. Okay. Yeah. All right. Keeping it. Can I get a mai tai. It. Ooh. Should we make mai tais well. here? No. They, I would. Might. I would be. I, I would. I would. I would be reluctant. To I was ask about. Them to I was about to. I'm okay for now. I was about yeah. to launch into five questions, but uh, we yeah, can, we can oh, still after. We it's almost it's six thirty. So we get no. So my other. So all that to say. Um, I can understand the like the desire to make a concept piece, but then also being like I don't want to be in a box. Yeah. Like, uh, you know the band the Proto Men. Yep. Yeah. Like I feel that they're a band that they were like they had a really fun concept, but yep. then they're like, oh no, but we're real musicians. And Suddenly we're singing about Mega Man for twenty years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's it. So Walter, do you know the Proto Men? The what? The Proto Men. No. So the Proto Men are th- this is this is the concept band of the Proto Men. They exist as a band in the future that is described in the video game Mega Man. Oh, yeah. So like in the robot overlord future where Dr. Wily has taken over the world and there's like scraps of humanity going to survive, they are a, like a band that plays in that reality. So they have music inspired by the like current events of the world of Mega Man without act it's crazy but they're like a pretty good band yeah 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 for <laughs> and sure and so and th- and they have no idea how to like finish their trilogy they've made some cover albums they've made some not Mega Man material now because yeah they're like 15 years in and they're like what an insane freaking concept we locked ourselves into yeah. when we were a bunch of dudes in their 20s yeah for real and they're like now we have like part of our Part of our fan base is like, if you're not making Mega Man music, you're making garbage. And they're like, but we're a bunch of dudes <laughs> like who, who want to make music. Like, I mean, I guess that's always a tough thing when you when you start. Like, even like no matter how loose you keep your kind of like con like idea or like your concept, yeah. or whatever you want to call it, eventually you're gonna get you're gonna be you're gonna be limited by it. Um, you know, we 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 definitely try to or like our idea like our sort of concept is, yeah. is 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 loose but it still is it still does sort of define who we are yeah um but like the one thing is that i think that we we do we don't constrain ourselves in terms of how we write songs right. 
Um, but do you ever? But do you ever have a track where you're like you're working on or whatever, and then someone's like, "This is not a fight face song." Yes, and that's when. That is when. So let's say you know for that's a, when there's a track. Tempers flare. There's a track. No, 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 not at all. Actually, it's really, it's, it's really, it's really, up, a, it's really a wonderful thing. <laughs> no, there, there's there is. And a, you there, do it while coughing. Yeah. Yeah. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> there's a track on the new on the on the upcoming EP um, right. uh, that was initially sub- like submitted by one of us as a. Uh, a demo on their phone, oh, and fuck off. and it was it was super super like they sounded like it was made on, on a phone. phone. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it well actually there were there were a few actually that we sort of <laughs> recorded as early demos on phones. Right, but um, uh, it was passed through what was called what was. Uh, then referred to as the fight filter. Oh! And once the fight no, filter they, had it, its hang way... On, hang on, if I could pause you for a moment. You can. If you said then referred to, it should always be referred to and only ever refer yeah, to it, it as. It is part of our lexicon. Okay, there yeah, you go, the yeah. fight filter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Make that official. The fight filter is is in effect at all times with within the band. Right. And I think sell that's that IP to like Instagram or some shit. Yeah. Like, you got to what now? You got to sell that IP, <laughs> yeah. fucking Instagram or some shit. Like. Fight filter. Yeah, well, we, I think the I think third parties can make filters for it, so we'll figure out how there to make that happen. Yeah, you can really do a yeah. fight filter. Like yeah. you sh- take a selfie on Instagram and, and then you like put the fight filter, face. and then gorillas it's just like one. blood spurting out of you oh, yeah. or like yeah. claw marks on your face or. Yeah, there was a special nice. gorillas filter when uh, when the now now came out. Yeah, but you know, you talk about like um, you know. When you mentioned, um, you know, we've been talking about concept bands, and we, t- we were talking about Screaming Demons before. Um, I I'm like so blown away by their their depth of knowledge when it comes to horror. Yeah, um, it's crazy. Um, we went to we, I, I, we kind of went toe to toe with them. Was it like was it that? Was yeah, it was that fight when, had, when I had the d- debate about uh, the merits of Freddy versus Jason. No, 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 that, that, was, that was with Horse episode. Dog. That was with what? Horse Dog. Another fucking horror. Like, we, it well, they bad. weren't really horror, but they like. They were horror-esque. They weren't as horror as fight f- as um, Scream as Screaming Demons. Demons were. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no. Like, if you go back and listen to the Screaming Demons episode, it's just about horror movies because it's me and Walter talking to two members nerding of Screaming out, Demons. Yeah, so it's, like, out yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like we're like, yeah. Are you guys fans of Freddy vs. Jason? By the way, I haven't seen it. Oh, it's so I, good. I, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. so good. It's it's honest to god, one of the best Freddy movies. And one of the best Jason movies. Hands <laughs> down. I, I will say it. I, don't care. I will say a- asterisk. Like, if you appreciate both franchises. It plays both tro- like the tropes of both franchises very well. As a Rocky movie, kind nice. of. As a Rocky I'm movie, yeah, because they fight. So oh, I'm yeah. someone who like loves horror in to an extent, but there's a lot of horror that I'm like really not down with watching. Like I'm not oh, into yeah, like, like Saw shit. You don't like oh, Saw? Nah, I can't I think watch Saw anything that's like gore. But like the Starch Freddy porn. and like Jason and Kruger. And sure, you're fine old, with that. Yeah, like for some reason, like old school slasher, like Sleepaway Camp stuff. Like, do you like, do you like the I just movies? Like the hostile on. movies? Uh, no, she not, doesn't like. No, if, she, no. if you don't like Saw, no. you won't like hostile. Not, not as much, no. <laughs> I feel and like just you're like no torture porn. So pretty much no something por- amazing no happened over me, the weekend. <laughs> I like torture porn. Yeah, me too. That I would be. <laughs> I do too. Like it's, it's a very different vibe because you're like, I don't want you to do this, but do it. No, it's like make me feel as terrible as possible, please. There's like there's like a very limited time that we're like and like like both the the first two hostel movies are amazing. They're so good. I, they're but are, is there any is there any that surpasses Martyrs? Oh, no. Martyrs is fucked. <laughs> is there the one first that time I, I watched Martyrs, I was like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I so can't do fucked that. Up. Have but you seen it? 
No, no, it's totally not the type of thing that I yeah, can watch. It's fucked. But then, like, <laughs> what a, what a gratuitous cartoon violence with, like, yeah, you know, absolutely. blood fountains and decapitations and shit. I'm fine with that, but it has to be in the camp vibe. Sure, yeah. Even, yeah. like, uh, like Evil Dead, amazing. Uh, what's the one in the mall? Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. Early I think version plus so Sarah th Polly This is my brain. It went to Chopping them. Mall. Chopping ball. <laughs> it's not chopping ball. I, I think you just created Absolutely. a future white people. Who would, who would reference the chopping ball? Chopping ball with the robots? <laughs> we bought. We went. We go to fucking Lake George every year. So we went for a while. Yeah. yeah. We, we always get like a, tw a twenty pack. We'll put you in the Walmart. album credits if ever you know, we like name a fight fight song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For like three dollars. <laughs> Amazing. And one of the movies was this thing called Chopping Ball. Chopping Mall. Chopping Mall was good. That sounds like it would be good, man. Late eighties, early nineties, and it was about. What happens when like a group of teenagers get stuck in a mall overnight, and also there's killer robots? Yeah, exactly. It's as though the mall cops have been replaced the mall by cops robots. Are killer robots, but they're like killer. My God, that sounds that sounds yeah. incredible. It was amazing. Okay, <laughs> so bring it back to the fight filter, and then Chopping we'll hit five mall. questions. <laughs> okay, <laughs> no one would think of, you know the horror movie in the mall, Chopping, Chopping mall? mall. No, no, Dawn <laughs> of the Dead. No, no we're I don't talking know. about yeah. George Romero's Dawn of the Dead, not Chopping Mall. Okay, the fight filter. Oh well, uh, you know. Uh, well, so basically, that like you know, it is the sort of it is the thing that like it is that sort of like nebulous kind of identity that we have self-prescribed that allows that like is like what makes our shit our so shit. So is there a, um, is there like a ratio? Like if four out of five of you are like, oh. yeah, it's in. Oh. Can someone get vetoed down? Well, I don't want to talk like about ratios. We we do we do we do debate like mathematical uh, proofs that would sort of you know be true I to feel us like it's but a little we more collaborative we can't do that, that. yeah yeah, yeah it, like we there's never really like hard yes hard no right and but some songs, songs make it to the album some songs don't yeah but at the same point like our songwriting process is super collaborative as well like there's yeah. five of us contributing we were talking earlier about uh elvis slash jf yeah writing primarily the lyrics right but he is the vocalist and not necessarily a musician yeah. on the side of that so the way that it happens is usually someone will either come up with like a big portion and bring it to the group with like maybe some demo tracks or something yeah. or sometimes you just come up with an amazing riff yeah. and then you're like hey guys I want to write a song about this and you play the riff and then everyone latches onto it and then somehow lyrics are written yeah. and like there are at least two songs like that I think there's ma there's several songs that yeah so I don't know if it, like it's a super collaborative process where yeah. uh, it's not so much about vetoing one thing or the other. It's about like, here's my idea. What do you think of it? And I don't think there's ever been an instance where that idea didn't evolve into something. Except for the Viking revenge story. Uh, <laughs> not that I'm bitter. <laughs> Dan Ross. <laughs> but then again, like sometimes we pitch things and they don't happen right now. But yeah. then like... On our upcoming EP, we have the song called uh, On Progress slash Iron Overlords. Of course. And that was actually introduced. Uh, so that song was... Oh, that was when you were at the bar we were talking about. That was the first song to go through the fight filter. Okay. Oh. Yeah. So... Yeah. Coming uh, soon. Yeah, sorry. I'm coming back to yeah. this because uh, <laughs> my beer got emptied somehow yeah. and I needed yeah. more. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, like that song I think was pitched around the time of our first release. Right. And we all loved it, but it needed to pass through the fight filter, so to speak. And now it ended up on our second release. Cool. But it feels at home on the second release, so that's totally cool. I'm into it. So, yeah, I mean, like, 
All right, so we're going to play 20 questions next, apparently. Five questions. But 43 anyway, questions. All, all I want to say to, 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 put a, to put a cap in all that, put a is, pin that on it. is that Elton John doesn't write any of his own lyrics. So what, is that, what does that even mean? It means that he should hire me to write his lyrics for him. No, all of his lyrics have been written by one guy whose name Barney I forget. Bernie Topin. There you I go. I think that one guy might have an accident, and then <laughs> I will be Elton but John's I find, like, music. That's what's crazy that Elton John didn't write Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. Isn't or crazy? anything. Isn't that crazy? He also though? didn't like, write Candle in the Wind. He wrote no. nothing. He has not wrote it in a Are you telling me he did so not th- write the lyrics all of his songs are for Circle of Life? No, that was, that was Tim Rice. <laughs> yeah, that was Tim Rice. Well, but yeah, then. no, it's like to me. When circle laugh. Actually, that you know <laughs> what? That might have been. Would you like my Elton John? <laughs> yeah, that might have really been good. My I just <laughs> want to sing along. Because <laughs> like that was after like he had lost like the fucking high parts of his range. Yeah, so yeah. he was into like you sort of like baritone. Uh, baritone. He just kept yeah. everything down. Yeah. 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 And then he's like basically share. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, but yeah, but that, but that was one of those things. Like when, when I found that out, I was like, I know nothing about music. Like, like I was like, how has Elton John not written a single lyric? In so his wait, life? did Bernie yeah. Taupin also write the fucking lyrics? Because like I think that Tim Rice was the. I don't think he was the lyricist. He was the composer. He was the fucking. But he probably like, so probably he pro- wrote. So Circle he of was life. the composer. Elton John was the fucking singer and singer. I think and so probably Taupin was coming in on uh, unless it was like piano man's Billy Joel. I think. You know Billy Joel? Okay. Sure. Thousand points. Oh. Thousand points. Thousand we're points. Going into, we're going into <laughs> we're going unprecedented to Billy trivia round. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What, what, what less than Benny heralded Disney animated film did Billy Joel write like a shit ton of songs for? I know the answer. Circle of Life. I mean, it I is need to look at It is. Oliver and Company. Points, points to us. Ding, ding. I like Oliver and Company. Like a bunch <laughs> of new songs. Like there was like a whole soundtrack. I just yeah. found this out recently. What should I worry or something like that? What's that? No, Tim Rice wrote the lyrics to uh, Circle of Life. Tim Rice yeah, also like, wrote the lyrics. He voiced the dog on that movie. Was that a Disney? Was that a I don't, Dis- I don't Disney know if it was movie? a Disney movie. I don't think movie. it was, actually. No, so. What are we talking about? I, Oliver We're still and talking about Billy Joel and, and that. It the animated. was that other 80s studio. Amblin? Or that like, made like the, the Land Before Time and shit. Uh, Land Dreamworks? Before Time yeah. and Five Will Goes West. And yeah, well, Am- uh, one, Five Will yeah. Goes West was was uh, Spielberg Amblin situation. Was the Spielberg deal? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but the guy that the guy that did like all those like uh, fucking. Uh, Whoa! Land Once Upon time, a Time in New York was, was, was Huey was Lewis on the left. Oliver and Company. What? Disney. Oliver and Company is fully fully gotcha. was a Disney picture. Is oh, it? Was yeah, but it? With, but with Billy Joel and shit, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. This is like so. Like, there's this period of time. Do you guys know about this period of time that goes from about like the mid '70s through like the late '80s? I've heard of that period. That's called the bad uh, Disney '80s period. So, dude, heard of it by that name? Like Disney, Disney animated movies kind of sucked from like early seven, like late '60s, early '70s through the end of the '80s. They had like that gold period, like in the '40s and '50s and shit, and then 20 years of shit, and then like fucking you know uh, Beauty and the Beast and. The Little Lion Mermaid, King, all that shit. Yeah, classic, like the yeah. soundtrack is yeah. called the Disney Animation Renaissance. Oh. The soundtrack oh, yeah. after of the Dark Oliver, Ages. Thing, yeah. The oh, soundtrack yeah. of Oliver and Company <laughs> had original <laughs> compositions by not only Billy Joel, who we all know, but also by Barry Manilow and Huey Lewis. My God, wow. it's like these guys wow. were churning out how original, is that, original how is that the Dark Ages. That's like that is the zenith of, yeah, of I was Disney. Say, <laughs> we're talking all about I want in life specifically is for them refers to, make it to the quality good. of the animation. Yeah, okay. the quality of the animation and just like the the critical reception. Because there's they, also a soundtrack by Bette Midler on there. Perfect s- isn't easy. They switched their animation technique 
um, in the early 60s to save money or some shit. And they were like, this is crazy. We're like fucking animating all the frames. This mm -hmm. is nuts. This costs way too much money. And then they did this thing that was like, we can make these movies for half the amount of money. They can still make feature length. But it lost kind of like that Disney polish. So yeah. if you watch like, if you watch like uh, the original 101 Dalmatians, like that's a good movie, but like the animation, Paul, that the Aristocats, oh, yeah. like Aristocats the, is a the plus, Sword of the Stone. It's like they're they're interesting and they're like you just good. named like a bunch of my personal. These are decent. These are decent. Whoa! Hold on, known Aristocats. As the Dark Ages. Oh my god! No. Here like we go. Quality the animation. Get the hell like, out of here! Aristocats is nineteen seventy four. Aristocats is nineteen seventy. Aristocats is like high peak animation style. I think like, no, but that's that's water talking is dark. He was he is like see he changed it to say late sixties. So I think would well. I'm just saying it's all hand-painted backgrounds and stuff. Yeah, it's not. But no, I it's, think it's, it's Walter like, has identified I watched some YouTube videos. Oh. <laughs> they were starting to recycle animation at that point, yes. But there was, was still... A, it wasn't recycling animation. They were, it, was, it was a technique they used. Get out of here. Anyway, five anyway. questions. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 20 five questions. questions. Five, five questions. questions. This question we, is... What happens if we get them right? Uh, you, it's not a right or wrong It's not a right or wrong. Well, then what's the point? Damn. I'm out of here. This question... I like your spirit, though. <laughs> I'm very much with you on this yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, This should be more yo, competitive. Yeah, when we revamp these questions, they're right or wrong More questions. competitive, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're more competitive, right or wrong. This too. question is interesting it's not. specifically for you guys because the question is, do you remember the first? You know the first question, yeah. Walter. Um, what it. is? Nope. So the first question is aliens, aliens robots, robots, or, or fire. fire? I feel you have songs about all of this. That's the question. Aliens, robots, aliens, or, robots fire? or fire? Or question fire. Mark. Question mark. Question mark. As a band that like draws from all of this in your inspirations, I don't think we have a single song about fire. We don't oh. have any songs about fire. Okay, okay. down to aliens so we need and robots. No. We'll have to note that down. Aliens or robots. Yeah. robots. Put it in the Death fight by fire. Something fire. Burn no, them all. Like, so burn no, them no, with okay. fire. Burn them with fire. Oh, now, now we're getting now the process. Now I'm giving other people ideas. Damn it. We're getting into the process. We still have an answer. So aliens or robots? Aliens, robots, or fire? If I had um, to discover one of them, I pick fire. If, if I have to be killed by one of them, oh. I pick robots. Oh. And if I have to kill one, then I pick alien. Oh, well thought out. Very <laughs> thought out. Dan, clever, very clever. No one's ever dissected the question that way. It's very good yeah. though. A plus. You got it right. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm thinking. I, I'm just thinking Venn diagram or whatever. Uh, where they all over? We're gonna go with yeah. Where do, where do we where do we fall in or where where does fight you know fight face sit in that? Oh, I'll just go with aliens. Yeah. Aliens. Yeah, That's my yeah, yeah. Answer, yeah. Aliens. Good one. Totally. It's, good one. it's yeah. the best answer. Uh, question number two. What is your earliest memory? The wallpaper in my bedroom when I was three years old. In Thunder Bay. In Thunder Bay. T Bay. T Bay. What kind of what kind of what kind of? It, it was, was Thunder Bay. Super Thunder Bay wallpaper. Brown and orange print Ugh. from the 1970s. Terrible. Of little children with those like oh Cupid God. doll faces oh no. that oh. often appear in 1970s children. Yeah. With like weird flowery shit in between Weird, them. weirdly like cheruby a little bit. Yeah, like, yeah. like they have like kind of pointy, cutesy yeah. heads. Yeah. Like, like little stupid so smiles and yeah, I remember creepy. like staring at the wallpaper. Detail like the pattern on that wallpaper. Weird. Yeah. Creepy. Dan, same question. Man, <clears throat> that's some like I'm like just 
rooting, rooting back, back, but, like, back. the first thing that, like, pops in. Like, don't, like... Well, I'm trying to think. Um, I would have been, like, so back in preschool, you know, okay. like, before kindergarten. Yeah. You would, like, most of all you did would you, you'd either eat, sleep, or play with to toys. Or sand. Or sand. Uh, there sand was a, a all toy. those things. But I think I remember two things. Uh, it was eating, being fed celery-based snacks and not liking it. <laughs> and I've held that, you know, that belief to this day. Yeah. You're sometimes you're right. When you're right, you're yeah, right. Sometimes, you know, there's certain things that, you know, convictions that will just sta stay with you forever. Yeah. Um, and then playing with toys and not wanting to share them. Another belief that I've held to this day. <laughs> <laughs> this is mine. <laughs> Get out of here. Nice. Walter, your favorite Ooh. question? Favorite question. Uh, tell us about a time that you fucked up. And yeah. it can be like a big fuck up, a little fuck up, zero consequences fuck up, major consequences fuck up. It's I don't up care. To you. It's tell us you about a time you fucked up. Wow, Whatever you feel like telling so us. so many to choose you know? from. Same for me. You like first. 34 today. Yeah, it's like pretty much every decision I ever make. You know? But, um, <laughs> um, the time... The time that I let that really like friendly and desperate-looking person at a Canadian tire l convinced me that I needed another credit card. Oh, oh no! Wow. Yeah. Yo. That's that's a fuck. That that was a fuck up. You did that? Yeah, I fucked up. How much work did they put in on that? And they put in very little, and I and I and I inherited. I, I earned years of debt. You're shitting really? me, really? On a fucking yeah, Canadian Those tire. Fucking, yeah, the, on a Canadian tire credit. You're too young. You're too. You're, you, the credit. The credit too young. Is you're too young to read. You're too no, young to read the fine print. The interest rate. The interest rate is crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, we can't. I remember. I was out of control. It's out of control. I was at a football game. Fuck, dude. I was at a football game. All for twenty percent off. My, Good answer. My yeah, I yeah, know. It's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Good answer. I was like 18 years old maybe at a football game in Vancouver, and they had one of those, and I just filled it out with fake information <laughs> you got a to get the hat or whatever. <laughs> or a blanket. Like, and I was like, here you go. Send it to nowhere, sucker. Here's a hat. Like, nice. I was like very young and still understood. Yeah. You don't put your I real learned. info. It was before I learned. Uh, wow. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty, yeah. pretty rough. Kate? Kate? Again, it's just like so hard to choose. I'm like, is what, it that What popped time? into your mind like first? The first thing that popped in my mind that I was able to isolate out of the noise of the thousand things that Th popped in my mind. Thousand fuck-ups. Well, because I was like, was it that time that I thought I could climb that building? No. Or was what? it? <laughs> like, there's so <laughs> many bad decisions I've made in life. What but building? I think, I think the thing that really fucked up and, like, when my other band members slash members of the quintet... Okay. Uh, are listening to this later are probably tired of hearing about it but <laughs> I think the thing that I fucked up the them. most was the time <laughs> at, after one of our shows when I ended up chopping oh! off part of my finger Walter you know about this and uh, for those of you in podcast land that don't know the story uh, we played a show at the Turbo, Turbo House. House on Notre Dame the second Turbo House and it well, yeah, you got to specify these Second days, incarnation. You know. yeah, yeah, it was the second Turbo, Turbo House. Turbo House 2 yeah. Yeah. On, no on Notre Dame. And we played an amazing show with Great Sabatini and In the Name of Havoc. Uh, no, maybe that's a different one. Anyway. No, it was that show. A couple of great Guarantee bands. Guarantee it was that show. Super nice. Was chatting with a friend at the end of the night, and they had one of those gates in the bar that you, the bartenders like would pass. Like it opens pass. up the bar. Yeah, 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 yeah like I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the flap on hinges yeah. that the bartenders go in yeah. and out of. 
And it took me a couple months after the incident to remember exactly what had happened. But I suspect that it was drunk me saying, oh, yeah, man, I've got ninja reflexes and I could totally get my hand out of there if it fell oh, down. Wow. And then it did fall down and it decapitated the top portion of my finger. Can we see? Which is now like... Oh, yeah, there it is. About... a. Like the best okay. case scenario in those circumstances is when I wouldn't notice if like if like if I didn't know so if I didn't know yeah it's, no one has ever it's really noticed not like on it just the looks fly. a little mangled a well, little very the best lightly case scenario just a little stumpy I've heard this why do we just a little stumpy who told this story possibly Sergio. Oh, Sergio was on the show. The story, the Sergio story has was been on this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sergio, Sergio was on the show in the last couple years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he was and Sergio there. has been on the show, and it's possible. And what was the occasion? This was on a what? It was it their was show. After one of our Fuck. shows that we played. How and, drunk were you? Uh, he was the guy who dropped the gate. Well, he's the Handle it. Do you remember it hurting a well. lot? Or? No, my mind split into two pieces where on the inside, I was thinking in calm bullet points like okay you need to do first aid was there a you piece should, they found you should send someone to find the severed the piece, piece yes and put it on ice yes. because maybe you can How reattach big was the piece? it uh, about a, like nearly a centimeter no uh and that lucky person was dan Aww. yeah i fished it out of the garbage True yeah. love. found it found it Jesus. in the, uh, the garbage yeah. Sergio put well, it there. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? no 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 get out of here it's hard huh. to, it's hard to tell the garbage can is right near the gate so it either it might, it might have in. fallen. Right luckily, so. luckily it was. Actually it was sitting it. inside a cup, and it was How you know it was stuck. The, the actual severed part was stuck to the side of the glass. I, I can't imagine <laughs> that you were so super sober either. Like. No. That you were you were correct, sir. <laughs> but adrenaline, <laughs> adrenaline sobered yeah. him up and gave him laser focus. When, when I am when I am when I am charged with a task, I will deliver. <laughs> That's great. Exactly. <laughs> No so matter what. Yeah, on the inside of my mind, I was like, okay, wow, look at that blood fountain coming out of my hand. I can see bone. That's not you good. You can see Let's bone. Let's go to Ugh. the bathroom and apply some compression and cold water yeah. and get an ambulance. And I was thinking so rationally on the inside. And it wasn't until the next day after the hospital that I mentioned to Dan, like, man, I can't believe how calm and collected I was during that whole thing. And he's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you were screaming your head off the whole time. And it, that's when it reminded me, like, oh, yeah, I was screaming, like, fuck, I cut my finger off. Fuck, I cut my finger off. My fucking finger got cut off. Ah! Like, so like your brain just partitioned itself. Yeah, like the inside part, I was, like, going through the list of, like, all right, there's blood. You need to raise it up. Keith, this is the this is the the, the photo yeah. for this podcast. This is like the picture that goes with it. Like no no like band shot, just the two fingers. Like severed a severed <laughs> finger. It's like two fingers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. You, what, it's your ring finger or yeah, it's uh like yeah my ring finger. Your on ring the finger on your luckily on the right hand. hand you're left handed. Uh, oh well, dear. I am right handed. You are right handed. Musically, I'm. Left but I can't imagine that it would have fucked up anything. Important. Yeah. But uh, yeah. And, and did they did they throw it away ultimately the the piece of finger did they put it back on or they ultimately threw it away tossed it yeah yes yeah. because uh, I had the choice of whether or not it would be so there was enough of it that they could have reattached it but it would have meant being completely zero sensation no oh. so I chose to have a slightly weird oh. finger 
rather than that had this feeling. This thing with fucking no feeling yeah, at the end of it. Like yeah, like with a lot of feeling. Yeah, it's Instead weird. of like yeah. a somewhat normaler looking finger that had no feeling. Yeah. You would have like, like bumped your bass strings still got or whatever. The nail and everything. Not even known still it. You still got the nail and everything. I think Whoop. that's all right. Yeah, yeah and the Seems best right. case scenario. You definitely are going to have to include that photo in the thumbnail for the podcast <laughs> so <laughs> that people can I see what it. we're talking you know, about. Tony Iommi, Tony oh. Iommi famously got his uh, fingertips crushed before joining uh, Black Sabbath. Less and, famously. And, and, and then he got the metal tips put on, and that contributed to the famous uh, guitar sound of Black Sabbath. Less famously, I mean, Lindsay no. Lohan also had an identical finger inju- injury really around the same time that I had mine how'd she get hers uh, she was I remember this actually she was drunk on a boat sure she was yeah you know I remember <laughs> she that. reached into the that boat propeller right. somehow good lord god damn it Lindsay <laughs> yeah and then there's also Margot from oh uh, yes Royal from Tenenbaums. World Tenenbaums yes Combing references for what to name this finger. Missing digits, yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, that was that was the bad decision, and I didn't realize it was a bad decision until many months and afterwards. Until you were after, like, "I'm a ninja." After the shock wore off. So you're only assuming. You're only assuming what your what your fuck up was, though, because you're saying you you assume that what you were doing was just like, was like, like, like a memory. It's like it completely <laughs> like in the moment. I went so far into shock that, like, I completely Repressed blacked it. out how it had happened. Exactly. I had this, like, vague, fake narrative of, like, what had happened. It was all Sergio's fault. But is that what you were no, doing? Is you were, like, yeah. you were fucking around and you were, like, sticking your head I in and out? I was talking to my friend Joey Cormier from Sabatini. Uh-huh. And I'm pretty sure we were talking about how dangerous that bar flap was. Wow. And I'm Might pretty have been sure him that, story. that at the time I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, man. <laughs> I could... I, I'm not worried about it. Blah, blah, blah. I'm awesome. Blah, blah. I can totally get my finger out of there. And I may or may not have that done might have been it, how it as a how test. Hubris. And then hubris is the blame. The hubris that is how you fucked hubris. up. I think that's how and I that fucked up. And that is how you fucked up. Hubris. I think that's how I really <laughs> fucked plus. up. That's because great. That was great. What a, that's yeah. one of my that's favorite fuck up stories. That's awesome. one of my most favorite fuck up stories ever. Yeah. I think. So I think when I you're going to fuck up shit, like try not to put your actual body in harm's way. Because hubris, it's hubris. a bitch. Hubris. Uh, so we had Schwan, uh, I, I, I don't Chiquen. even know. Yeah. Milan and Jimmy on from the uh, the Festival La Bête Noire, which was a horror theater horror festival, theater festival yeah. that just passed uh, a couple cool. weeks ago at the Mainline, Mainline. Theater. And uh, they wanted to know what famous horror movie would you like to see adapted into a theater piece. What famous horror movie would you like to see adapted into a theater piece? What famous theater, horror movie okay. would you like theater. to see adapted so like into a theater piece? Theater piece. What famous, yeah, theater what famous horror, yeah, horror yeah, yeah, okay. movie you would like to see on stage? For me, it would have a chainsaw. It would have what? So I guess I'm going to say Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Sure. That'd be a good... And that we, was mine. That, that was, was mine. And answer. I think it would work as a stage piece because it's like a... It's a single it's location. Pretty isolated. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Is exactly. it a musical answer, or just a play? Well, there's, it's there's just on stage. You could say I was like Evil it. Dead the musical, which is a chainsaw musical. But you I could, you could like say I would like to see it adapted as a musical, but it is adapted to a theater piece. Theater I piece, would so. like cha- Texas Chainsaw Massacre 1 yeah. to be adapted as a musical. Oh. As a musical? Yes. Does I, think almost, I think two I'm almost lends itself more. I'm about to run up the stairs. I think two that this will save me. Have you seen two with Dennis Hopper? Have you seen two? I believe I have. Two is bananas. There's a lot of there's no, a lot of cues there, for musical. I, believe, I believe there is only one Texas Chainsaw Massacre. 
It's, it's the, the first one, one man. Really? Yes. Yeah, that first one is like that first one is just it's it's so, so good. It's very very sublime. Very good. You ever see the yeah. one that was made like in '93 or '94 called uh, Takes a Chance on Massacre? The next or new generation. Yeah, no, that's how it's named. The next or new generation <laughs> with both Matthew McConaughey and did fucking see it. What's your face from uh, uh, Bridget Jones's Diary? There. Yeah, the Zellweger. Yeah, Renee Zellweger. Zellweger and and Matthew Mc, uh, McConaughey in a fucking. That sounds amazing. Texas Chainsaw. It's I doubt it. Yeah, I I it's awful. It's actually terrible. I remember loving it, but despite its okay. awfulness, yeah. it was awful. But I, wa- I went into it answer, knowing that it would be My awful. answer for this question, I think, you know, I was just thinking about, like, all, like, sort of, like, I was thinking about all, like, anyways, is uh, the Devil's Rejects. The Devil's Rob Rejects would be very fun. Right? Yeah. Hold up that's in a hotel room. Piece. That, Hold that up could, in the hotel room. Like, yeah. in that hotel room. Like, it's for, a like, lot of like, contained set pieces. Yeah. Like, they're in the car. They're yeah. in a hotel room. It'd be very yeah. cool. Yeah. It would yeah. be one of those yeah. things where on stage they'd have the front of the car and they'd be like, the yeah. guy would be doing yeah. that, like, yeah. the yeah. left yeah. hand, right hand pretending to drive. fucking fruity. And just like, all those scenes and fruity. Yeah, Devil's Rejects could work, too. That's a great movie. Way better than its predecessor, too. As well, Whoa. it's hard it's to better, compare. It's better than House of a Thousand Corpses. What I can tell you, it comes from the guy who just gave some praise to uh, Texas Chainsaw Two, which is House of a Thousand Corpses, but worse. And wh- and what I can what? tell you about House of, House of a Thousand Corpses is that there's like the one, the, there was like that one scene in that movie that just like blew my mind and has like stuck with me forever, which is the scene where where they're basically just like suddenly there's just killing all the cops. Yeah. And there's like the slow motion. Yeah. With that 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 um. Slim Whit, Slim Whitman. I'll remember you. Yeah. You will make Dan is standing my, right my now. dreams come true. He's also and getting very close yeah, to Walter. And he shoots them all, and it's okay, like this it. slow motion, beautiful, best scene I've ever it's seen in a horror good. movie, like hands down. For that sure, is so. the worst part of podcasts is that Dan had some beautiful body language right there. I tried yeah. to give us the yeah, listeners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That should have been, been the film segment. You had to have been here. Yeah. Uh. Okay, cool. So now we get to uh, you get to turn the tables on our next guest without knowing who that guest will be. What question would you, Kate and Dan from Fight Face, like to ask to our future guest on the show? Do we each it get a question, or do no, we have to I collaborate? You should agree to one. Yeah, like All right. you can propose one, and then I'll you know like you can just yeah. What do you I have one in mind, Kate? I feel that you're better suited for this. So much pressure, guys. <laughs> it's okay. You can talk so it out. Talk it pressure. out. Like you can work through the process. Well, put it through the fight filter. <laughs> oh, right. Are we licensed to operate the fight filter? <laughs> Seems to be. <laughs> no. You have um, a one twentieth twentieth share of the fight filter. Yeah. So you're forty percent of the fight 20th. filter right now. Well, yeah, it's exactly. You're forty yeah. percent of the fight filter now. Um. No, no, two fifths. Much more. That's much more than two twentieths. But forty percent. Okay, well, I, we don't need to talk about mathematics yeah. right now. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that should be our question. <laughs> mathematics. <laughs> question mark. Hey, really? D- mathematics? Huh? <laughs> question mark. Um, How about? So, where you guys? Go- where are you guys thinking? Share um, the process. I'm just horror gonna make grunty um noises until like horror movies, musical genres, musical tastes. Music you would like to see, like, mm. I'm just throwing this stuff out here to fill the time while you guys think. Yeah, yeah, keep doing that. F- keep doing that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, bands you would want to open for, I don't know, like, music, movies you would like to s- record the score to. I don't know. I'm just, again, trying to throw out music and, and horror kind of. 
I'm trying much. to think of ways to troll our future, your future guests. Trolling so is also a valid. That's you know basically where I'm at right now. I'm just um, thinking in absurdities. Yeah. So, give Walter twenty dollars. How about period. How <laughs> if you well, could, could wear, if you could choose to wear pants and no shirt, or shirts and no pants, which of them would you choose? Your pants, 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 pants. Hundred percent pants. <laughs> pants with no shirt is at least a look. Shirt with no pants is not a thing. It is. It kind of is if you're Donald Duck. Or Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you got the Donald or Duck me, effect happening. Or Mondays through Fridays. Hey. <laughs> if and you also Saturdays and Sundays a lot. <laughs> if you you're me. See, all my questions are leading towards things like, do you think it would be better for women to have facial hair or for men to have breasts? That's a not. That's a, whoa. She wins. That that's a that's a wonderful question. And explain. And ex, like explain. Explained. Yes. Yeah. We need to add the Are you good that Walter? Do you think, or would you prefer? Uh, no. Do you think? Let's keep it rational. If it had to come down to one or the other. So do you think it would be better? So it's not even your preference. Yeah. It's like, like do you think it would be better for society? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Quantitatively. Yeah. Exactly. Do you think it would be better for women to have facial hair? Like equivalent to men, like full like facial a man, hair. like not yeah. just like a little peach fuzz. Are like the men are the men breast functional? Like do they produce milk? Real. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Could no, they they're the same as regular male breasts, but defined but really like, like a woman's breast. They couldn't like a, nice a baby. Set, like I don't think so because like that has to change rack. biology. Like like, oh, well, I mean, all of this hooters, changes biology, you know, but... A little bit. Well, it changes dude, hormones. It's like a guy... Yeah, like... Sorry, future like guests. Like, straight up... Tomorrow, like. Straight up <laughs> man boobs. Like... But are they nice Same sounds? size, same yeah. shape. You don't get to choose. You don't yeah, get man, to choose if they're nice or not. Boobs, and that's not the same thing as what you're I wrote. I wrote no, lady-style no. boobs. Yes, lady-style boobs. Exactly. So it's not just like bitch tits. Well, there's like a range. There's a... lady... It's women Yeah, yeah. Like, you would need a bra... Yeah. So there yeah. Women, there is rage. Range. Range. Yeah. There's a range of breasts. Sure. Types. But la- I, wrote I lady. can't believe this unraveled. So Actually, you know what? My, 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 when I fucked up was when I bought us all shots before doing this. And <laughs> <laughs> now here we are. I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say that um, I think it would be better for women to have facial hair. Yeah, of course you do. I what? personally think that it would be better for women to have facial hair because we would turn it into another styled accessory. That's what I'm thinking. And if it was common to all women, it wouldn't be weird because everyone would have it. And wow. also, but there'd be the option, right? Like there's clean-shaven men, there's clean-shaven women. Exactly. There'll be stylish beard women. There'll be fancy beard women. Ooh. There'll be five o'clock shadow women. I think that like women could play with it. I think that looking... Are you saying you wouldn't want to have a nice pair of tits? I d- wouldn't want a nice pair of tits. I got a two-fold <laughs> answer. Got a you two have two-fold. Fold you have two layers to your answer. <laughs> fold I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. One. Okay. It should be guys with tits. Okay. Because, number one, I don't want to fucking brush up on a stash. And number two... You like, don't want to brush up on a stash? I don't want to brush up on a stash. But are you talking about your lips or your dick? No, when I'm making out with a lady. Okay, because I was like, I don't want my dick to touch my stuff that, when that's I'm just, getting a beach. That's just like something I'm used to. <laughs> that's just like a point of like preference. Okay. It's rough. Yeah, it must two, be rough. Yeah. And number two, I think if guys, if dudes had like, you know, a decent pair on them, I think that as guys, the bro code, man, excuse me, the bro code Kay. mandates that we let each mandates. other, that we let each other feel each other up. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. think. 
that's necessarily well, it's part true. of my answer so <laughs> yes it yeah. is. okay so, uh, <laughs> well there's like my friends will let me touch them <laughs> that is what I'm. It wouldn't be weird. Wouldn't it be like, can I cup and feel and like make out? It'd be just be like, like, just oh nice. It wouldn't even. You wouldn't even have to ask. You wouldn't. Yeah, you'd be like, hey, Ross, Hong Kong. What would that do to chess or bro chess bump culture though? Make it a thousand times more. Yeah, it would. It would up it. It would up it. You know how amazing I think it would be if like women like boob boob bumped each other. You're saying this like you think we don't do that. Yeah, dude. I. Announced uh, professional roller derby. I can <laughs> tell you it happens. It does happen. <laughs> <laughs> on roller skates. <laughs> <laughs> it happens and they're on roller skates. But still, uh, do guys. you want to weigh on the weigh on, on this? Okay, we're doing a... There we go. We have, a, we have a, a, a grumpy's participant. I'm going to recap what's chime happening. Chime in. Chime in. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's still there because men are that stupid. That's what I'm saying. It stops being sexual. It's just part of your body. I want that camaraderie. It might actually help society. Yeah. 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 It might actually. It would be. Exactly. It might actually <laughs> help society. But what if it is, though? Yeah, but what if it is? That, <laughs> that's another thing. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's another conversation. We didn't yeah. specify the question. What my brain question. went to was, but like, most sports guys slapping each other's asses. Because they're not doing they it sexually. They're just grabbing they would like These questions are amazingly abstract, <laughs> and uh, the parameters are in the eye of the beholder. But thank you. The other option was Grumpy's Crowd. We perform live in front of a studio yeah, audience. Every studio week audience. I don't know if these microphones picked up what she was saying. but None of it was picked up. Yeah, I mean, some of it was. I was watching. Do you want me to recap? Are you okay to re-record that later so we can get that? A plus. Thank you. Yeah, great. In summary, our... Audience participation stated that there is a difference in the question. It would stop being sexual. Well, there's a difference it's like whether players grabbing it's like asses. tomorrow not all sexual. men wake up with boobs or if they had had those boobs their whole life. Yeah. It would be completely different based yeah. on that. But that doesn't influence my question because like many of your top five questions, yeah. It's open to interpretation. It's open exactly. to interpretation. Just right. like fighting. Well, ladies and gentlemen. March 20. March 22nd. 22nd. Pitsy Campus. We'll be at Pitsy Campus. Fight Face. Yeah. We'll put some links. Do you guys have a, uh, a video that or something? Or yeah, a, a actually, link? we're uh, premiering our very first music Ooh. video ever. Uh, it was directed. Speaking of B horror movies and all that jazz. Screaming Demons. Uh, hey. And who Screaming also Demons. know our director. Yeah, uh, we were so our music video was directed by Postal Code Films, okay. who also directed a video for Screaming Demons, nice. full circle, and are currently in production of their next feature-length film oh. called Dead Dicks, which ah. is a zombie horror detectives, film. Not detective sure, zombies? I'm not too sure of zombie detectives content. or like actual. The title and the horror are box. what I know about it right. very well. But there's a lot of Maybe. cool special effects, and I'm looking forward to seeing it. And yeah, they directed our yes, first uh, ever music right. video, which is our for our single that's being released off this EP, which is called "Dead Bodies Dying of Death." 
Oh. Oh, and, stay tuned. Uh, we're going to be tuned. premiering Collabo. the video on Wednesday, March 13th. Okay. On bucketlistmusicreviews.com. Perfect. Okay. So we'll post some stuff on our Facebook. That's the Fight Face Band Facebook account. So yeah. if you want to check out our video, we'll then that. it'll be yeah. easy to do that. And then, yeah, our album comes out on March 22nd with an album launch show on the same day. We're in pretty stoked. We're playing with uh, local bands, Les Necrophiliacs. Of course. Who are sort of like a psycho garage rock punk band. And they work bar mitzvahs. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, local Montreal talent, The Lookout, who uh, we've had yeah. the pleasure of playing Love with before guys. and Love are awesome. Sweet. Also kind of rock punk. Yeah. Genre wise, I would probably call them rock punk as well. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Well, so that's it. Yeah. That's it. All right, Thank guys. you so much. That Be at Pizza Campus. Thank you so much for having us. And for having this, yeah, this very unprecedented conversation. Yeah. We did shots at the beginning of this episode. <laughs> yeah, sure did, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks, guys. All right, yeah. guys. Shots. Thank you. Thanks again for listening. Go plug yourself. As always, a big thank you to Leland Beckman and Oral Turpitude for providing all of the original music for the show. We mentioned at the beginning of the show that we'd love for you to tell your friends about the show, and honestly, that's all you really need to do. But if you're feeling particularly generous, you can support the show financially and 9to5.cc in general by going to patreon.com slash 9to5cc. You can get early access to every episode of Go Plug Yourself and other perks too. Finally, if you or someone you know has a project they'd like to plug on the show, reach out to us and let us know. You can find us on Facebook by searching 9to5cc, and we're 9to5cc on Twitter also. If everything works out, you could be the next person to sit down with Walter and I and talk about horror movies or wrestling. And I mean, also the thing that you're trying to plug. 9to5.cc. Podcasts, blogs, and comics. Made in Montreal since 2011.